This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal Preview Show. Joining you for the match ahead of an FA Cup game uh, against Manchester City. Rather, I was going to say worrying usually, but to be fair, I'm kind of excited for this. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see kind of where we stack up uh, against uh, who Arteta is describing as the best team in the world right now. Well, we're five points clear of the best team in the world, so we can't be doing too badly this season, if that is indeed the correct description. Uh, Good evening to those joining us in the chat box. Thank you so much, everybody that's joined us uh, this evening. As always, we've got Brad and Harvey. We've got Dan, Peter, NSW, Philip. Uh, Bellagio as well uh, and plenty more of you guys too do make sure you drop a like on the video subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new uh, in our preview show always we are joined by discord members so let's welcome them to the chat it's Dan how you doing Dan you good you well yeah I'm really good thank you and yourself yeah I'm not too shabby mate not too shabby how's your week been yeah it's it's been all right just kind of Still recover. Not, I don't know if recovering is the right word, but that United game was special. Mm. You uh, you ran into a few members of Mike, I hear. Yeah, I was. Well, I was always meant to be watching the game at a pub with a mate, and then I got a message about twelve o'clock said, "Are you coming over to the Tolly?" And I thought, "Yeah, you know what? Why not?" Yeah, and it was great to see a lot of people. Um, so that was good fun. And yeah, this City game, I'm actually not watching it. I think it's the first game this season. Wow. I'm not watching, so it's going to be a bit of a weird experience when I come out of a kind of a dinner thing and I turn on my phone and see the results. <laughs> yeah, I've been in that situation. I was at a wedding for the last game of the season last season. Uh, obviously, it was a game that didn't really matter. We knew what was going to happen. But uh, mm. yeah, it was strange trying to stay. I-, I could have looked at my phone, but it's a wedding. So it's kind of I'm frowned tem- upon. I'm tempted to just record the game and get home and just Trying to avoid it, the result. Yeah. I'm not sure I can do that. Yeah, avoiding the result is very, very difficult indeed. Uh, we're also joined by Josh. Josh, how you doing? I'm good. How are you today? Yeah, not bad, not bad. How's your week been? Slow, long, but we're almost at Friday, so we're almost done for the week. Yes, indeed. So, happy so. Days. 
Yeah, it's, it, I mean, when it's game day, it kind of feels like the day off already or the week's finished. And a Friday game day is, is never necessarily a bad thing, especially if you can get a win because then you've got the whole weekend to enjoy and sit back and relax as well. Kick your feet uh, up. Yeah, absolutely. We're also joined by Sasha. How are you doing, Sasha? Yes, I'm doing good. Thanks, and you? Yeah, I'm very jealous. I'm going to be very honest of your Arsenal uh, neon <laughs> light behind you. It's very impressive. Very impressive indeed. We were all just kind of fawning over it before we started the live show. It, it, it uh, cost me a buck, but it's definitely worth it. Every night when I go to bed, I walk out of this room and I just see the Arsenal light burning. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. <laughs> burning brightly this season indeed. I'm going to have to see if I I, I... I like it so much. I might see if I can get like a TGT cannon made up in a in a neon light. I think that would work quite well. Um, but yes, uh, good all, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you happen to be in the world, joining us, of course, live. Um, we are here to talk about the game against Man City tomorrow. Dan, give me your initial impressions about tomorrow's game. It's one of those games where I think it's got pros and cons to it. If like what kind of team you put out, the result we want. I've seen kind of a lot on Twitter about, you know, if we lose this game, it means that we can focus on the league. But I think we have to go in and try and win it because the momentum it will give us, if we beat this City team who, yeah, as Arteta said, the best team in the world, if we beat City, cup or league, I think that's such a big statement that we give out. And I actually think if we win the game, I think it pushes us further in terms of winning the league just because of who we are as a team. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it would be quite special if we, we managed to win. Um, and we'll, we'll see what City do. I think they might make a few changes. I wouldn't be surprised if Haaland doesn't start for them because they, really? they like to mix it up a bit. And I mean, their second in Alvarez isn't exactly a terrible player, is he? So no. we'll, we'll see what happens, whether there's changes or not. I think it's going to be a, a very good game. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of my feelings towards it. I mm. I want to win. I want to win. I I love the FA Cup. Right. Yeah, it's a good talking point because there are I know a lot of fans that would say they're not too fast. You know, if we go out of the competition, Josh, are, think... you, are you in that? Oh, sorry, Dan, tell us no. your views on it first. No, go on, Josh. Who's going? <laughs> Josh, Me? I think you're up. Um, I was just saying a minute ago as you're enjoying your cold call for the day. Um, I really don't mind which way this goes. Obviously, I want it to go Arsenal's way. Um, you see a decent team performance. I think we're probably going to go semi-light. I don't think there'll be too much given away, but I was saying a minute ago that if it was a bit like Chelsea had where they played Man City back-to-back in uh, a bit like that, I'd be a lot more nervous for this. But I think if, if we come out of this and get even let's say worst case scenario, we get thumped. Um, I don't think it's too bad. I really, really don't because there's such a gap between the next time we've got 15 days, basically. So I, I'm not too fussed which way this one goes. Mm. I mean, in terms of the RFA Cup record against City, you've got quite a good, good. one, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, this point uh, from Igbo in the chat says, every time we beat City en route to the FA Cup, we, we end up winning it. You know, we, I think we've done it twice before, at least. Um, obviously, the one where Alexis Sanchez scored in the semi-final and the most recent one in 2020, where Aubameyang got a couple of goals as well. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's certainly a game in this competition that we tend to do quite well in, although they have happened at Wembley rather than the Etihad Stadium, a place where I don't think we've won since that Santi Cazula masterclass, uh, that little free kick over the top for Olivier Giroud. I think Natural Monreal yeah. may have 
was it? Did he get fouled for a penalty or something like that? In the, I think the first goal. I know Matt Monreal was definitely involved uh, in the first goal, but Giroud getting the second, and I remember that was kind of that game was always kind of then lifted up as a benchmark for Arsenal, like they need to go and do that against big six teams away from home. We couldn't do it until, of course, we started doing it a lot more under Mikel Arteta. Sasha, how are you feeling ahead of this one? Uh, yeah, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. Uh, some people would want to lose. Some people would want to win. There's benefits to both sides. I mean, some people are saying throw it by playing a weakened team and whatever. I mean, uh, you can say lose the game and focus on the league because we're in a good position in the league. But then again, at the same time, do you really want to uh, lose a potential competition you can win in? I mean, we don't want to look back and say, oh, we could have actually won the one uh, won the FA Cup as well as the league. Or maybe we say, oh no, if only we didn't have that extra FA Cup games, then we might have won the league. So it's kind of bittersweet. But for me, I think we should try and win the game for mm. psychological reasons, but also because if we do beat City, then we become the favourites for the FA Cup as well. So think about it. Who who do you still have to play to win the Cup, actually? And it's probably mm. Manchester United, Liverpool and Newcastle. And I think... Newcastle are out. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, they are. They, Man United so are out probably, as well. Who are they playing? So, <laughs> Reading. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean they could they could play each other and fall and one can fall out or there can be an upset or anything. So it's possible for us to win the FA Cup actually if we win this game. Because if we if we were to play another team we'd have in the back of our head, yeah, but we still have to play City and we might not win them, for example. So mm. yeah. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Philip, first of all, thank you so much for the donation. Come on, TGT. Indeed. Come on, the Arsenal tomorrow. Let's give you a roundup of who is playing uh, the FA Cup fourth round. Of course, we play City in the first game tomorrow. Uh, Wolves will play Leicester on Saturday, followed by Accrington Stanley against Leeds. Who are they? Uh, Sheffield Wednesday against Fleetwood. Blackburn against Birmingham. Southampton against Blackpool. Ipswich against Burnley. Bristol City are playing West Brom. Luton Town play Grimsby. Uh, Fulham are playing Sunderland. Preston play Spurs. Uh, Man United are at home to Reading, as Dan says. Then on the Sunday, Brighton are at home against Liverpool, which is a very interesting game indeed. Uh, I think Brighton are looking genuinely at the Cups as maybe something they can try and progress in. They tried to do it in the League Cup and then beat us and lost to Charlton. I mean, who are Charlton? <laughs> Stoke City uh, beating Stephen. Uh, well, we don't know if they'll beat them, but they're facing Stevenage uh, on the Sunday. Wrexham, of course, fa- famous Wrexham, uh, playing Sheffield United. And Derby County are hosting West Ham. Of course, Chelsea have already gone out. Newcastle have already gone out. Uh, we're hoping that Preston and Reading can do us a favour against Spurs and Man United. And then, obviously, one of Brighton and Liverpool. Uh, I mean, Brighton are the better team this season. So, maybe we're hoping Liverpool knock the Seagulls out in that competition. Um, in terms of rotation, we'll talk about Arsenal when we go through our teams. But, Dan, you mentioned Haaland and, and potentially them dropping him. How much rotation are you expecting from Pep and City? Because... There's arguments that they want to make a statement in this game against their main title rivals by trying to knock them out. And they've got a good enough squad depth that they don't necessarily have to worry about rotation because it's always so good. But at the same time, maybe they want to start the likes of Haaland and De Bruyne, etc. because they're going up against us. I mean, the thing is, they rotate anyway. It, whereas Arsenal, we're, we're very much, we know, every fan knows exactly what 11 is going to play in the league. With City, it's the opposite. We we think Hart, um, Foden's brilliant, but he, mm. he hasn't played a lot recently. So I can imagine he'll come in. And then you'll see probably Alvarez. 
whether you'll see De Bruyne, I, I'd assume so. Um, but I, they rotate anyway, and anyone they put into that team is going to be great. Cancelo's not played a lot recently. He'll come straight back in. Although I, I think he's obviously been dropped for a reason. So maybe if he does come in, we can kind of attack that side. Mm, um, yeah. Kyle Walker might come in. Is he? Yeah. Um, they've got a strong team anyway. Or Ortega, I think the goalie is. He'll going. be in goal. I think he'll be in goal. He'll be in goal. Yeah. So maybe. Is he that great? I've not seen much of him. He's all right. Yeah, I've seen a few fixtures he's played and he's looked quite decent. Um, it's fair to say he doesn't, doesn't make the kind of mad mistakes that you see from Edison sometimes. He's more yeah. traditional, I think. And yeah, maybe we'll see Phillips as well, um, who obviously was great at Leeds, but has haven't really seen him do too mm. well for City. But I can imagine that they'll make a few changes, not an overhaul. They're not going to make 11 changes. And the team that they come out is... Could probably win the league, as they say, even though they're not going to, even with their first team. But <laughs> they, they've got a brilliant squad, so I think whatever team they put out is going to give us a bit of a challenge. Um, again, whatever team we put out, mm, indeed. Josh, City, kind of where they're where you're looking at them. What are you expecting from them? How much rotation you think they're going to make? Do you expect the likes of Harlan to play this one? I think Kyle Walker plays. He'll be back in for. Rico Lewis, Cancelo will be... It's mad, isn't it, to in. think that we're rotating Carl Walker in for Rico Lewis. <laughs> I, think it, well. I think it's attitude problems. Like Pep keeps beating this drum about how the attitudes aren't there at the moment. I think there's a lot of them. Bernardo Silva, Gundogan looks like he's off to Barcelona. Um, Ruben mm. Diaz is back again, potentially for this game as well. Um, I think there'll be a lot of rotation on their side, but it'll probably be the starting eleven that you're previously expecting to see last season or this season. Yeah, I think that there are there's obviously this opportunity for for Pep to really make a statement, <laughs> Sasha, in this one. He talks really in these in these riddles and these mind games, as we always expect. And Arteta never really gets drawn into this stuff. He just kind of labels City the best team in the world, and we think nothing else of it. But as Josh kind of alluded to there, Pep's had a, a strange season where he's talked about his players in far than praising terms. He's also very critical of kind of the Manchester City atmosphere, uh, as well as something else. He's always calling for a better support. I'm going to be there tomorrow, so I'm going to be interested to see what it actually is like in that ground, if it is as quiet as they say it is. But what do you make of kind of Pep and his approach to this one? Yeah, so it could be one of a few things. I mean, it could either be him just losing his mind and being absolutely crazy or it could be like a mental masterclass maybe he knows just how to get under our data's skin or something mm-hmm. um or it can just be him like trying anything and everything just to get some sort of mental advantage or something i think uh uh, there's been a lot of reports like a bunch of players are currently unhappy at man city and Pep has been saying he's not happy with the players and obviously the fans are kind of, um, what's the word, uh, entitled mm. because they've won four of the last five leagues and then they boo a team for being 2-0 down at halftime for like, when last was City down at halftime at the Etihad, I mean. So maybe yeah. Pep is also a bit irritated. I think a lot of the players may be a bit complacent because players like Carl Walker, Bernardo Silva, they've... They've been playing at a very high level now for a few seasons and 
maybe they just dropped the ball a little bit and Pep is very unhappy about it and then they'd be like, just chill, dude. Mm. <laughs> I'm also a person, maybe, I don't know. I just remember the last game they were down at halftime. It was against Spurs the other week and they you know, came back yeah, towards yeah. Before that is what I mean. Yeah, before that, of course. Yeah. yeah. I think that with City... And with them at home in particular, they they just have that dominance. We have a awful record there. You know, the, the times we've gone there and been just battered. Like it's got to the it had got to the point where we were just going there and expecting to lose. Like it was just a nothing game on the fixture list because we just went there and would lose three or four or five as we did last season. It was a very different, you know, Arsenal then. And when we lost that game five 0 last season. Uh, goals from Ferran Torres, of course. I think Gabriel Jesus got one in that game as well. Um, it just felt so different and so contrasting to where we are now as a team. And it shows you really, you know, the, the progress that we've made since that point. And we're only just over a year and a bit. We're less than 18 months, you know, after that. So it's, it's an amazing turnaround, an amazing progression since that time. And we go, I think, fearlessly there. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going there fearing Man City. I'm going there excited. I'm going there... As, as you know, not only obviously work in the game, but as a fan and looking forward to hopefully seeing something special take place so I can enjoy a drink after the game rather than <laughs> drowning my sorrows. Um, let's go to our lineups. Dan, we're going to start with you, of course, with the benefit of those listening on audio platforms. Read us through your team and then talk us through. So I've gone Turner and then Benjamin White, Saliba, Gabriel Zinchenko, Partey, Xhaka Vieira, Saka, Nketiah and Trossard. So I think uh, Turner comes in... Um, it's a cup game, but I wouldn't actually be surprised to see Ramsdale start. And to be honest, the whole mm. the whole squ- the whole team, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the same eleven that we see every week, because it is City, and it, it's not like it, there's midweek games. It's we played on Sunday. This is okay. It's an early kickoff on a Friday, but our next game is until next Saturday. So I, I've made a few changes, and the main ones is I bought Vieira in because the last game he played. In fact, I don't. I don't think he's really come off the bench recently either but the last game he played was that Oxford game in the FA Cup I think where he really came on and and in the second half played quite well um so I like to see him given a chance in that kind of key role and I, I thought I mean as brilliant as Odog, Odegaard is and he is like in, sensational I, I kind of want to see Vieira given a shot and if it's not working then we, we see Arteta make changes at half time. why not see what Vieira can do and then yeah. I'd put Trossard in. I've been a bit disappointed in Martinelli recently. Mm. I think again in the United game, what he does do, and I love it, is the amount of havoc he causes the right back. So Wan-Bissaka all game. I thought Wan-Bissaka was okay, actually. But all game, he does give him a lot to do. But it it's like the final thing. I think he can cut in, but then his shot isn't the best shot we've, we've seen. And I mm-hmm. think he'd improve in that. And also... I, I, I tend to see he doesn't pass a lot when I want him to pass. Uh, when Nketiah has made a good run or Odegaard's deep, he, he doesn't make that pass. And I like to see that a bit more. Maybe Trossard can provide that. Um, and it will definitely give Martinelli some competition anyway. And I see um, someone in the chat saying Tommy Asu right back. Mm-hmm. And I think Ben White, I've kept Benjamin White in because. <laughs> I have to say Benjamin. Uh, that's what he wants to be called. <laughs> exactly. Um, I've kept it in because he, he's been arguably our most consistent player all season. One of my favourite players of the season. And he had one off game against United. And Arteta took him off at half-time. I think he needs to come straight back. Arteta needs to give him that confidence that he's still he's still our right back. He's still the, the main guy. 
Um, and I think he can do a job against whoever's playing against him. I just think Rashford's on the form of his life. Um, I don't think there's anyone in that. Actually, Morris is doing well, but he's on the other side. Um, so I, I just think Benjamin White's the kind of guy that we need to start. Um, and the rest of the team, I think, speaks for itself. I'm quite happy with Partey playing. I know a lot of players don't want him to get injured, but if look, we could start him in the next game against Everton, he could get injured for that game. So I just... I quite like to see him play. Um, and yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I've gone for. I've gone for Saka as my star guy. I just think he's he's such a special player. Hayland, like you can't not love him. Other fans love him. And I think he, he can cause anyone absolute havoc. Luke Shaw's played quite well this season, but he was he had a shocker, didn't he? <laughs> just because of Saka yeah. turning in, turning out. You don't know what he's going to do. Um, and yeah, that's my team. Lovely stuff. Uh, brilliant. Uh, let's go to Josh, I think he's up next. He is indeed. Go for it, fella. So, a bit more rotated, I think. Yeah, looking across it. But uh, obviously, Turner in goal seems to be the cup competition goalkeeper. Tomiyasu, I think, starts at right back. Um, I think he played pretty well, to be fair, after coming on for the 45 for Ben White, to be fair. So, kept him in. Um, I was definitely going to drop one of the centre-backs um, and my sole logic was Saliba has been dropped more than Gabriel and you now have a left-sided centre-back in Kivio. So I went for Kivio and Saliba. No Zinchenko though. I went with Tierney because he's better defensively and I think Riyad Mahrez... Dan's shaking Tierney. his head. <laughs> I just totally disagree no, with that. No, I think he's better defensively. I think if Riyad Mahrez got was even in half the form he's been in for the last month. I think it could be a bad day at the office in that regard. So, yeah, I went with Kieran Tierney. I was tempted to put Tommy Asu, to be fair, at left back and then go mm. Ben White back at right back for this. Um, but I thought Kieran Tierney has not played in a while, so see what happens. But it wouldn't surprise me if they swap sides and bring Ben White on. Um, similar midfield, um, Party, Xhaka, Vieira again. I don't think there's anyone else you can bring in at the moment for Jacques and Party, especially at this sort of level. I think if you brought Lekonga into this, I think that's just game set and match right there. Um, I think that's potentially Arsenal career ruining at that point. Um, and then Trossard on the right, um, Ressaka, bring in Smith Rowe, uh, who obviously needs minutes, and then Enketa up front. And then five star player, I went with Trossard. Um, I think he looks like he's got a point to prove. I think he's got something between his teeth. He looks like he is there to make a difference, not make up the numbers on the bench. I think he is fighting for his place in that starting eleven. Mm. I agree with everything you said, other than when you said that Trossard's got something between his teeth, because his teeth are perfect, mate. His t- look at them. They're absolutely <laughs> perfect. So uh, no complaints there. Uh, Sasha, talk us through yours, fella. Yeah. Yeah, so I see all of us went for Turner. So it's like a unanimous decision between the panel that selects the Arsenal team. No, I'm just joking. Um, but um, I think he deserves a chance. I think um, there was probably a like an unspoken agreement between Arsenal and Turner that he will get some cup and some Europa League games. So I think he'll he'll have his chance. Uh, I think Ben White uh, is probably going to get a uh, rest. And I think therefore Tomiyasu starts, only one Gabriel picks himself. Um, so the reason why I picked Tierney over Zinchenko is because I believe uh, Zinchenko is Arsenal's special slash secret weapon. And I think 
he's the one that we're going to try and hide. Because when you play versus Arsenal without Zinchenko, you're going to think, oh, this is how they play. And then when Zinchenko plays, it's a, it's a whole level other of madness and brilliance and control and whatever. So, yeah, the midfield picks itself, obviously. Uh, then I went for Trussard ahead of um, Martinelli because also I think Martinelli needs a bit of a rest. Um, I think Trussard will have his chance and I think he's going to be the star player um, because not necessarily because he'll be the best player on the field, but um, I think he will prove himself to the Arsenal fans. He will, um, the expectation for him um, was lower and therefore I think he'll show that he's also a special player. Yeah, just for clarity, that Xhaka Partey-Odegaard in, in Sasha's midfield. I, the, the, the Trossard's one's really interesting because, with, as I agree with Dan, like Martinelli's form has dropped recently. And there is an opening. You know, Trossard, I think, would have come in knowing that he's not in the team starting 11 immediately. But with Martinelli's form, I think there is a door open, potentially, if Trossard comes in and, say, has a good game. He has a really good record against City. You know, he scored on a number of occasions for Brighton against City as well. He's got a great goal. Uh, I think it was last season at the Etihad from outside of the box um, as well, which was a really fantastic load-driven shot into the bottom left-hand corner. So he has a good record there, as he does in a lot of big games. Go on, Sasha. Yeah, so I see people in the in the comments saying... Uh... That city knows Zinchenko. Yes, I know. <laughs> Obviously, I was saying that they don't know Arsenal with Zinchenko, and yeah, they don't right. know. They haven't faced us while Zinchenko was playing for us. That's what I'm mm. trying to say. And I think that Zinchenko's gone to a new level at Arsenal. I really do. I think I've seen a different. It, it, I don't. I, I, I obviously Zinchenko was able to add plenty of offensive actions and could play this inverted style at City, but I just see him doing things that I deal. I didn't expect to see um, from him in particular, like taking on players in the centre circle and, and, <laughs> and taking it round player after player. You know, is something I didn't necessarily see at City, other than when he was being played in midfield. So I think it is. It's Zinchenko on on kind of a new level, and I don't think City have, are going to be well aware of that enough. Uh, for me, uh, I, I honestly, this is the hardest game to pick a lineup for all season. Um, I really wanted El Nenny to be fit because I I want to rest Partey, and at the same time, I don't want to rest Partey. It's the most confused I've been about picking him and not picking him. And on the show the other day, I was like, mm, I think I would just play Partey. You know, it's it, injury is a risk and you just you face that when it comes. But I just feel like I'd almost never forgive myself if he plays and got injured. So with Elneny not fit, I don't trust Laconga at the moment. I'm really not on the Laconga fan trail at the moment. And I know that Xhaka <laughs> playing deeper is always a bit of a problem. But I think he's the most obvious candidate right now if we've got available, if you are going to swap out. Um, part eight. There's an argument you could play Kivio there, but we don't know what he would do for Arsenal. He hasn't played defensive midfield for a long time. And I know that this is offensive. Uh, for those that are listening, I'll read you uh, on audio. Turner, Tomiyasu, Saliba, Kivio, Tierney, Xhaka, Smithrow, Odegaard is the midfield three, Trossard and Ketia Saka. It's attacking, you know, and that's one thing. And maybe you're going to get openings for City. Um, there's an argument that you could maybe swap out Saka for Lokonga and move Trossard to the right, Smith Rowe go left and Lokonga left eight, um, or vice versa with Xhaka, of course, if you wanted to switch it that way. It's it's just part of me that thinks that Smith Rowe in this midfield role can work and we could necessarily see him really thrive there. It's going to be difficult 
And uh, I don't know how this game's going to play out. If Nketiah can get a goal in this game, then people like Josh who doubted him are going to look even sillier. <laughs> he's already yeah. he's already covering his face or what his forwards been like. But it must be great, Josh, to see him, you know, proving you're wrong in this way. To be fair, he answered my biggest question. I can remember the last one of the week. I can't remember when it was, actually. It might have been a couple of weeks ago now. And I said, it's fine. He's now scoring. Brilliant. He's scoring last-minute goals. He needs to pop up with the big goals and the big moments. So what's he do? He scores to get us back into the United game. And he scores to win it. So that's my questions answered. That, mm. from my perspective, that's me answered. Have my yeah, hands up Igbo, as well. uh, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Igbo in the chat says, "What about Vieira? I just, I just can't not have Erdogan in the team. <laughs> He's just so good. It's like an argument would could, could be again that you could swap out Saka for Vieira. You could put Smith Rowe left, Trossard right, and Vieira playing where Xhaka usually plays because he's played there or." just swap out Saka straight for Vieira and use Vieira on the right-hand side. There are opportunities. I just love the depth. You know, I love the depth of this team and the options that we've got, the options that Arteta's got to change things now is so, so good. Um, I don't expect this team to be picked. I'd be shocked if Smith Rowe's in midfield, to be honest. I'd be shocked if Partey doesn't play as well. I think he will start Partey, to be honest, is my prediction in that sense, that this is more of a, a team I'd be intrigued to see. I agree with Dan. I have a feeling he might make two to four changes from the main team max and one of them is probably going to be turner so you're looking at maybe max three outfield changes we'll see i'm very interested and intrigued about what might happen uh let's move to the final part of the show and predictions dan scoreline and scorers please oh i'm gonna go for this is a tough one hmm. um and no, I, i'm gonna go for one one and we're gonna get a replay replay <laughs> yeah <laughs> goodness That's me. The last thing i don't need six Four times in a season. I really yeah, no, I don't think we want that, but I just have a feeling it's going to go to a replay. So I'm going to go for 1-1. One, one. I'm going to go for Saka goal. Um, and I, I want to bring up something at the end. Mm, of course. Josh. Yeah. This is like head and heart. <laughs> I think my... 2-1. I'm trying to work out which way it goes. It's just I was going to say, which way? <laughs> If we play a strong 11, I think we, this might be really controversial, I think we quite comfortably win it. I think if we okay. play a weak and signed, I quite happily flip it the other way in that regards. But I, mm. I'm going to go, say we play a stronger side, we win 2-1 and then I'll be positive then. Love that. Love it, Josh. Uh, Sash? Yeah, uh, going head to head with Manchester City. Um, everyone keeps saying, yeah, we still have to play City and now we have to play them three times. But this just reminds well, me of that one can. season. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, that just reminds me of that one season where Leicester was top and they had a few rough games and everyone was saying, oh, no, this is we're gonna they're going to fall off. And then just, there was this one guy who said, no, let's take it at fast value. They're going to increase the gap after those games. And this, <laughs> this has nothing even to do with it, but it's also like Liverpool drawing City in the Champions League and everyone saying, ooh, Liverpool got City. But ooh. meanwhile, it was the other way around. City got Liverpool. And maybe that's this. Liverpool <laughs> that's, battered that's, across those Yeah, two maybe well, this yeah. is the FA Cup where everyone was, ooh, we drew City, but actually City drew us, unfortunately for them. Um, and it, uh, yeah, playing at the Etihad, we don't have a good record, but remember that one game as well. <laughs> I know I'm going back into memory late, but that one game where Arsene Wenger decided he's going to play defensive after everyone said he doesn't ever change his style. And then Santi Cazorla at the masterclass and we won them 2-0. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm stalling with the prediction here. <laughs> I'm going to go 3-2. Yes. <laughs> 
for Manchester City. Okay, yeah, I was waiting for that. Scorers? You've picked five goal scorers. Uh, Trussard is going to score one, definitely. And I'm thinking a midfielder of ours or maybe a defender. I'm going to say Tomiyasu, because why not? And then Manchester City. Um, depends on who they play, but I think Julian Alvarez will get a chance. I think he'll get a goal. I think Holland will get a goal. And I think um, Morris probably. He'll, yeah. He also turns up, so... Indeed. I'm just glad they don't have Sterling because Sterling always turns up for a city against us. They always had a history of doing that. So, uh, yeah, I'm quite glad he's no longer there anymore. Um, but I, my head says 3-1 City, honestly. That's what my head's saying to me. Um, but I'm an optimist. <laughs> Forever an optimist. And I'm going to go with a uh, 2-1 Arsenal win. Um, and I'll go with obviously a goal from Ben White off the bench, um, coming off and scoring a 90th minute winner. <laughs> uh, and uh, the first goal will be scored by Enketia, and their goal will come from uh, the Mr. Inevitable, uh, Erling Haaland. I think uh, probably will still start this game along with Alvarez. I think Alvarez might play on the left, Mares on the right. We'll see. Um, let's see what you guys in the chat box are saying, and then Dan, I'll come to you for your point. Um, let's go to Matt says, uh, 2 1 Arsenal. Matt, I heard that you were at the Tollington the other day, Dan. You met. Mr. Thornton, he's, yeah. he's been elusive in the uh, for shows, but he's more than happy to turn up to the pub, isn't he? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, John's going for a 3-3. Three, three. Uh, Tommy says, Tom, why are you doing this to me? It's 1.32am here and now I won't be able to sleep till the match starts tomorrow. Glad to see you guys, though. Thanks for tuning in, mate. Um, Amber Lee reckons that we'll probably go strong because we don't have another game for a week, which is you know a fair thing to point out. Uh, Chris says a 2-2, a replay. Harlan, KDB, Saka and Trossard. Rancid Pumpkin says 2-1, Arsenal Ketia and Trossard. MR reactions go for a 1 0 Arsenal win. Um, question from uh, Josh, you're asking if there's a red card in the game. Does it roll over to the league? Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, red cards are not contained to competitions. Yellow cards are contained to competitions. So, yes, it would roll over if there's a red card. Um, do we play City within three games of this? I'm just thinking, That's what I was just thinking. can you just hack Everton Harlan down? Wipe <laughs> what do you mean hack him down? He's not going to get a red card. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. You're saying we I should go take and get the red card. Take the red card. Yeah, it would be. It would. City by. is within three games, so we would listen. Miss, listen, James. Holland has to face us, not the other way around. Yeah, I saw a comment from Igbo actually that said something similar to that. It was like, "Can you change the? Can you change this rhetoric?" Yes, Tom. Please correct this notion. City have to play us twice in the league not the other way around. It is the way that they... Look, when we got drawn against City, they would have been gutted. Absolutely gutted. They usually get really kind draws in the in the Cups, especially in the early rounds. They would have been gutted that they're playing us. So we have to go there and turn up and, turn, and show them why uh, they should be gutted. Uh, Amberley says, uh, 3-1 Arsenal, Haaland to have a goal. Eddie, a hat-trick. Love that. Musto says, 2-0 Arsenal. Navas says, 2-1 Arsenal. Uh, Amira's going for a 3 0 Arsenal win with a Trossard hat trick and Turner goalkeeping masterclass. I'm kidding. 3 2 would be more realistic, but hopefully, two aren't Turner's fault in the game. I agree with what you, what you said earlier, Dan. I think that Ramsdale could really start this game. Arteta's got a history of using the first choice keeper in the knockout rounds of the Europa League. He did it with Leno when he first joined, he did it with Ramsdale. Um, was it Ramsdale in the Europa? No, it wasn't. Was it Ramsdale? No, it can't have been because he hasn't played. Um, in the Europa League last season, who was it that he played? Was it um, he played somebody 
in the Europa. Maybe I'm just thinking of Leno in the first time he came in. Maybe that's what I'm thinking Possibly. of. But he definitely played Ramsdale in one Europa League game. Was it PSV? But it might have been because Turner was injured, yeah. to be fair. Uh, go on, Dan. What's your point that you wanted to bring up? Bit of a, a, a not quite long question, but a bit of a long question. Is that City obviously gave Jesus to us and bought in Erling Haaland and they I guess they bought him in what to win the league to win the Champions League and everything Mm. like that if Haaland scores 50 goals which he's on course for or around that mark in the league 40 50 goals but they finish second and they don't win the Champions League is that a Guardiola absolute flop like what 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 are we saying about that because that that could well happen Josh no I, I think the issue is not with him. The issue this season, you can see it everywhere else around the team. They've had wingers that haven't been at it. They've had a midfield that's not been at it. They've had no defence that's been stable for multiple games. I think he is probably, at the moment, the one shining light even in that City team. So I'd almost flip it on its head. Sash? I think, I think uh, Manchester City's biggest issue this season has been that team I'm pointing to, which is the Arsenal. <laughs> them mm. uh, just outlawing everyone else. I mean, what can you do? If yeah, if we had a if we have a, if we had a season like last season, then Manchester City would have been comfortable at the top now. Yeah, I know it, the points there are not really, but yeah, like yeah. Tom said, it's the pressure yeah. and the psychological stuff about it. Indeed. I worked out what I was talking about, by the way, goalkeepers. When we played Europa League football in when we qualified through winning the FA Cup and we played like Villarreal in the semis and that stuff, we had Matt Ryan on the bench ah. uh, <laughs> and Bernd Leno started the games. So, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of. I just had to double check on that one. But, yeah, everyone forgets Matt Ryan was here for six months. It's easily forgotten that one. He played, I think, what, one game against Villa and that was it? Uh, and we lost 1-0, I think, in that one. So, uh Maybe not the best of times. Uh, anyway, we're going to wrap things up there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Drop a like before you go. Subscribe to the channel as well. Dan, thank you for your time. Tell people where they can find you. What are you going to be up to? Yeah, just find me in the Discord server, of course. Um, it's been great to be on the show. Halfway through the season, and hopefully the next half will be just as good and mm. we'll win the league. Indeed. And the FA Cup. Oh, that'd be great. A double. Wow. And the Europa League. <laughs> All right, don't stop there. Travel. Lovely stuff. <laughs> uh, you can find Dan on Twitter at da, uh, DRobert underscore 14. Uh, Josh, thank you for your time, my friend. Hope we can find you what you're going to be up to. Still not got anything original um, in the Discord server. Um, that's about it. That's it. No worries. That's 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 that'll do you. You know, the Discord will satisfy all your Arsenal needs for a day. Exactly. Uh, and lastly, Sash, thank you so much for coming in and tell people they can find you what you're going to be up to. Yeah, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SVW Sports and you can find me in the TGT Discord. I mean, we give the best and latest transfer news unlike any other website or page you can follow possibly. We have game time uh, where we chat about the game in real time, moments, reactions, and we have memes and everything. So join wow. in the fun. Check the check is in the post uh, for Sash with that one, but there you go, a full advertisement for the Discord. But yeah, no, it's it's mad how I've just kind of like it's one of those where you plant a seed and just see what kind of grows from it. But that Discord has 
exploded uh, into a lot of different things. Uh, something else that I love being able to do, of course, is when anything kind of changes on the channel, we're looking to do like a different membership scheme or like the merchandise that we're talking about recently, you know, just throwing in the ideas and always making sure to kind of liaise with the members and get their thoughts on things for the channel going forward is always really important. So they've been fantastic with that as well. Um, I forgot to mention what, Dan? Gabriel and Libra at the back makes me feel safe and secure. Is that what you're saying? Don't say it because you, can, you can't say it. I do. Of course, I'm not saying it, but it just it makes me <laughs> I know what you're good. doing. But yes, no, that's not. That's, that's for the morning shows. For the morning shows. But cool. nice, nice transition. We're practicing. Um, good. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, people. Uh, as I say, do drop a like, do subscribe to the channel. If you're new, we will tune in uh, tomorrow morning as well for all the latest updates on transfers. There's some interesting news regarding Ibrahim Abamba that we've got to discuss uh, and what Arsenal might do between now and the end of the window. Don't be like Anthony Gordon, people. This is where I'm going to leave that show. If you're following that trail, goodness me, how embarrassing. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you again very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.